Ugh, I'm so sick of clutter. Everywhere in my life I go, it's clutter. Clutter here, clutter there. Clutter everywhere. Everywhere. Clutter. And I'm going down to clear it. Going down to clear it. And I'll be rid of clutter in the morning. <laughs> You opened up your toy box, you saw a bunch of toys that you used to use, and there was one piece of everything, you were a piece short on everything, you knew that those toys had been sitting there for a good long time, and you knew it outgrown most of those toys, but you looked down in the corner, and you reached and reached and reached, and tried not to get your hand smashed by the other toys, and you found that one toy that you used to love so much, and you grabbed it, and you pulled it out of the toy box, and raised it to the sky, and said... And to the Sausage Hut, you were transported magically through space, through time, through fools, through momentum, through every law of gravity, through every law of physics, and through every portal between hither and yon. You were transported to a world where there was a map of the world on the wall. There is a Vault Tech Fallout 4 map on the wall. There is some abstract art. There is Wi-Fi internet. And there is... I can't see too good. Who is that over there? That's, um... Oh, yeah. It's the girl who... It's the woman who starred in the Bulgarian version of Wonder Woman back in the 70s. She's on an exercise bike. She's got tube socks. Pulled up to her knees, and she is pumping it out with a babushka on her head with no signs of stopping. We're feeding her borscht and vodka for the remainder of her shift. And until then, she will be in the hut with you and me and with everybody in between. Yes, welcome, everyone. Welcome, everyone, indeed. And luckily for all of us, we got El Chapo in the house. Yeah, <laughs> there can be only one. Ramirez! There's many, many duplicators, but only one prognosticator in this place. I sausage lender. Yes, and that it is always a pleasure to see you here. And we're vertical. Yes. <laughs> We've got all the main characters in the perch. We've got Cossack Jon Snow. We've got Andra- Captain Lou Albano with a uh, double tablespoon hat. On drums. On drums. <laughs> We've got one one with the huge hands on bass, I'm assuming. <laughs> and we've got T61. Is it T51? T- T51 armor? Or? T- now you're thinking, you're thinking of Soviet tanks. Is it T60? I know there's seventy. There was all there was different kinds of power power armor you could get, and yeah. I I knew I had most of the time I played I had like the Heinz fifty seven set. You know I had the T forty six power armor helmet. I think he's T sixty. T sixty is that the good one? There was like an X version too that was really good. He was um like the like the early nineties version of the this armor I think is like the nineties version of the Toyota Camry, the most stolen car in U.S. history. Also one of the most dependables, too, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It wasn't the early economy models. It's not the expensive new models now, but back, if you could get that one, um, man. 
anyway, he's on um, keyboard, and of course we got our lead guitar and vocals, uh, John Snow. And I got them all in the album pose where every uh, musician is looking in a different direction. <laughs> that is definitely the album cover. I'm going to snap a picture of that while we still We need can. a black um, background here so we can You're right. isolate them from all the... Um, the sausage has a little clutter these days. So we're photo shooting all the major players of Sausage Hut, um, Sausage Hut theater, figurine theater here. They've formed a band now. Uh, Got them under contract and uh, just trying to get a promotional photo out, support the new album and the tour. It's good to have dialogue going on for their brand new photo shoot. They're, now that they're huge stars. No, no. Now that they've reached their pinnacle, of course they're already starting to show the strife, and they're going to break up. And we'll have the documentary in probably about another uh, six, seven months. Yeah. What went behind the rise and fall of? Um, I can't remember what the name of their first album was. It's just starting. To, it's taken off. They played Jimmy Kimmel Live. They played Conan O'Brien. They played Saturday Night Live. Saturday. They played Saturday Night Live. <clears throat> Take a walk on the wild inside. <laughs> John Snow, I mean, the success is just going to his head. I don't All know. the White Walkers come to kill me, but I got some dragon glass and blew him up. Take a walk on the wild inside. <laughs> People who try to stab me, but I go to sleep on a table, wake back up. Take a walk on the wild inside. All the walkers go. Welcome to the sausage shot, everybody. Yay. Kicking it live. You know it. So, what you don't know is, we tried to we tried to record a podcast uh, a couple days ago, and um, old Johnny K was just a little too inebriated to make any sort of competent entertainment. So, we kind of had to throw that one in the dustbin because I kept repeating myself over and over again. <laughs> a little, it was a little monotonous. <laughs> no, no harm done. Yeah, when when El Chapo's the voice of reason in the room, you might have problems. Not that he can't be the voice of reason, but when Johnny K <laughs> With is your, driving yeah. the bus and the bus is going off, you don't know what to do. Yeah, if El Chapo is saying um, something reasonable, you you know you probably are headed over the falls very quickly. Yeah, when he's trying to talk us down, when you're trying to talk him talk me down, look out. But we did get something out of it. So let's review something good. We did happen to call Machu Picchu. That's right. And we talked to him. So would you like to review a call from Machu Picchu and see what we did? Let's, let's, uh, yes. That, that was probably the most stable part of the... Okay. I don't know if we've ever done this before. 
in the in the sausage hut where we've uh, reviewed something that's happened in the sausage hut at another time. We do like sausage huts three thousand on something we recorded. Yeah, and we can talk over it. Could, I mean, if you want to comment on how awesome you were during the call, that'll be great. Yeah, it'll be like a what do you call that when you press the director's commentary? Uh yeah, the director's cut. Uh, yeah, or or is that a boot cut? Direct- Clear cut. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh. Oh that's uh that's a little helper. Oh call me I'm in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> you need my dress out, don't you love me anymore? No, 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 no. Yeah. You didn't go to the sausage hut, did you? Don't let's go try out the dimmer switch. Jesus. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's take a walk back in time and see what ha- old Machu Picchu had to say in the <laughs> Put down the Xbox controller and answer the phone. That's El Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> he knew right away. <laughs> Can you hear us? I can hear you. Ah, can you? Okay, we can hear you. I can hear him. Uh-huh. Am I in the sausage hut? You're yeah. in the sausage hut. <laughs> <laughs> Machu <Pichu> has arrived. <laughs> Machu Picchu with your biggest fan, El Chapo. I'm slobbery hey, drunk right now. <laughs> What's up, baby? <laughs> the fandom is uh, your mutual. I, I am a huge fan of El Chapo. Oh, uh, uh, it's in it, all its entirety. It's a goddamn love fest. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna puke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, the night would not be complete. It would not be the best Good Friday unless El Chapo got to speak with. It has been a, a very good Friday, you know, might I add. And Machu Picchu's, he took railroad ties and got somebody to nail his ass to a cross <laughs> butt ass naked just so he could it's feel true. the so best part for a of Friday. <laughs> El Chapo funny, in the house. Funny true believer. You actually have to nail yourself to those railroad ties. Oh, God. So I, I really uh, suggest all those true believers go out there and do that. Well, that's Take why I nail. That's why I drive thought... it through your ankle. It, it's awesome. <laughs> I really, I, I highly recommend it. I'm also a big fan of your Pinterest board because you're like nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> El See, it, it's a built-in. Yeah, yeah. nailed it. Especially the one you did with the pallets. There's just like a pile of wood, and you're like, I made this out of pallets. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. Uh, you have to be on pinch. Machu Picchu, there is no bigger fan on earth than El Chapo. So oh, yeah. let, let, I think the definitive uh, interview should be. I feel be, like we're there. El Chapo, what would you like to say to your brother in arms? Well, I just want to ask him: Have have you have did you uh, get the vinegar and die? Are you working on the? Are you working on some eggs? I'm, what? I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> the vinegar and egg, uh, vinegar and dyes. Are you are you uh, uh, decorating eggs for Easter? Am I decorating eggs? No, no. Um, <laughs> I'm laying eggs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm having the same and reaction. What you choose to, to do with those eggs after I've laid them? Well, you know, please die away. All right. Well, I, I've got my uh, nitro gloves ready. So he's pretending that he's fertilizing eggs, but unfortunately, all the eggs he's fertilizing have been. 
unfertilized a long time ago, <laughs> and they don't give a fuck whether he's fertilizing or not. <laughs> uh, there's some flashbacks. Yeah, no, there. no, no kitties for, uh, for this old hat. <laughs> I'll spray him nonetheless. Hopefully, you're dancing. <laughs> Hopefully, Machu Picchu's dancing in his living room to some. I do. I do have the uh, the party light, you know, shining. All it right. is uh, glaring down in in Machu Picchu's den. Nice. Uh, tonight on the uh, there has been a uh, a technical ass whooping laid out on a freshly cleaned shuffleboard table. Oh. I mean, we're talking smooth as a baby's bottom. Wow. And. Technical ass whooping. Twenty one to four, the oh. opening match. Oh Jesus. Twenty one to four. Wow. <laughs> uh, he, he doubled his uh his output. He he got nine points. Oh man. Nine nine points. How yeah. did you give him nine points when you had twenty nineteen nineteen and nine? I was uh <laughs> I was just toying with him. Uh you had to keep I mean, him in really, the game so he wouldn't say, I don't want to play anymore. I just want to drink scotch at your bar. The gregarious In, 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 that, in that opening game, uh, a first first ever, and I want this to go into the record, I threw two hangers in the same round. No way. Duly noted. Nine points total, but wow. two hangers. I have yes. no idea what he's talking about. Wow. So Shuffleboard. On, yeah, but on I have... the uh, sanctity of hangers. the sausage hut. No hangers. This is. <laughs> <laughs> Which there is no sanctity. Very good. Very good. <laughs> well, the unsanctity. <laughs> I, I, I misspoke. <laughs> <laughs> what is the op- opposite of sanctity? Whatever Un- that is, that's what we're in. <laughs> unsanctity. <laughs> Blasphemy. Blasphemy. You. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> On that note, Big Daddy. Um, Y'all have fun. He is risen and uh, have fun hiding your Easter eggs so you don't fucking find <laughs> well, you, them. For you know the next where I'm hiding months. them. <laughs> Glorify. Machu Picchu always hides them in the same place. Yeah. <laughs> Up your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> you glorify yeah. him. Glorify him. <laughs> See you later, buddy. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Johnny having a good time there. She live phone in. Yeah, so that was uh that was Friday night during the podcast that will not see the light of day because well Johnny K was a little too ripped. At least at least you ripped enough to talk. Yeah, that was about that was about ripped to talk. Yeah, and that was that was heavily edited. That was probably about a 15 20 minute phone conversation that (laughs) I originally edited down to five minutes. How many times did I interrupt him talking? I was so excited like a fanboy. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. We'll have to get Machu Picchu back on here more often since since El Chapo's such a big fan. And you know, I need to get his uh, senior picture on the wall. With his autograph on. You know what? I could probably, El Chapo. I could probably get a hold of his sister to probably... I bet they got some 8 by 10s back at his mom's house. And when he comes over, he'd be like, What the fuck is that? That would be hilarious, actually. Right next to Paul Harvey. <laughs> In the corner. That would be fun. The wall of champions. Yeah. 
So to, just to explain those who might not know your tabletop shuffleboard rules, uh, Machu Picchu was talking about the he's got a he's got a a tabletop shuffle. It's a full length one too. He has a really big living room area and you know you shove it down you shove your little thing down there and it's got if you go for so far you get three points or two points or one point or one point or two points or three points but if you hang and if you go too far it just falls off and you don't get any points it's like the gutter but if you if you get if you get half of if you hang your if you hang your puck off the edge like that if you hang it off, you get bonus points. Okay, so it's almost like uh, when you do the paper football, you have to, to get the touchdown. You need to hang off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But this is just extra points. Right. So he did two of those in one round or one end, uh, one inning. I don't know what you call it in shuffleboard. So he was he was very happy with he was kicking the crap out of uh, our buddy. Nice. <laughs> it was having fun. So. Hey, do you think he has? And I always thought about getting this for the sausage hut, but we just have to make another surface area. <laughs> remember, I don't know if, if you're uh, old enough like I am to remember. Um, it's a big metal football field, and the plastic guys on it. Bring the microphone to your mouth, and you 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 get your guy. You got your offense and defense lined up, and um, I think there was like a switch. And it was just, oh yeah, and, the vibrate, and, yeah. And all the guys, you know, one team would you know crash into the side, one team would go like three quarters of the way down and crash into the other side. Right. And you start over, yeah. That was a that that game like you wanted it to be so fun, but after like five minutes, it was like, Ugh, what what the hell? We you got to okay. So we touched them. Now you got to line everybody back up again. Yeah. Put the football in the one guy's hand, turn it on, and then like ten seconds at the most five seconds. Yeah. And then you got to set everything up again. I, Fifth, um, fourth down. I started uh, modifying the game a little bit though when I had it. Oh really? Because about that, about a year later, uh, the first uh, Stompers came out. Oh yeah. The little trucks. Oh yeah. The four by trucks with the foam wheels. Yep. So after the guys were running to the sides, um, I'd release two of those coming in either direction for both teams, and uh, those who got run down. They were taken out of the game. <laughs> oh wow, that's a great idea. Yeah, so I'm, I was kind of uh, mixing dodgeball, monster trucks, and football, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it went pretty quickly. Very so, very low scoring games. Mm. But wouldn't the wouldn't the game open up after you got rid of most of the players, and it would just be like one on one? You it would take yeah. Well, it would take longer because um, there's you know if you don't have anybody to crash into that that one guy, if he didn't go into the side of you know the sidelines um he would go down quite a ways because mm -hmm. everybody's out of the way now right yeah what if we could get a hold of one of those and some stompers stompers would be cool yeah. you, did you have the stompers where you, you had you could replace you know you had the heavy duty tires yeah or the, the the softer tires yeah yeah there was like there were like foam tires and you had like uh like the the really cool rubber tires mm-hmm for going through the the tougher yeah. terrains. Yeah, you could actually buy the tires, the different ones in like its own separate bubble pack. I remember. Yeah. yeah. No, and those little ones got ripped up or the the lighter ones got ripped up pretty easily. Yeah, and those are the ones I would use on the on the football field. Mhm. Mm um had plenty of traction but wouldn't um, mess up the the football field. Yeah. The indoors the indoor and we I remember we used to race them on the chalk trays. In our classrooms during inside recess. Yeah, I always thought. I mean, of course, I couldn't because I was a kid. But I always thought, like, like what if I uh, 
<clears throat> dipped each guy in lighter fluid. Mm. And then one guy on each team, I would light on fire. And then, you know, if he ran into other guys, they go up in the crowd and see who's left after that. And then start over, line them up, and then light one up. You know, I don't know. It probably would have made a lot of mess, I guess. It probably would have smelled really bad. And it probably would have let, well, it would have been fun for about, I mean, that would be the last time you were playing it, playing it right? Yeah, that's the only You would have to, you know, get one of those, uh, I don't know, 200 count bags of football players. You know. <laughs> yeah, you had to get get those. Get those. <laughs> yeah, like you said, I mean, after about five minutes, you're like, "Damn, this this is a lot of setup for very little reward." Here. Yeah, but I I for some reason I'm still missing out. I just went and seeing guys like twirl like this, they start going the wrong way or going sideways, and you might get two or three guys that are remotely going the right way, but they're going on an angle. Yeah. So you might get like a if you were, I think the longest I ever got, not in actual distance but on the field of what it was, it was like maybe a thirty yard run, and that was that was like huge. Yeah. Like, Whoa! He made it all the way down there. It wasn't there some way you could pass it too, like you you put the ball in and like there was a quarterback guy and you just kind of fling that ball and I I don't know if you hit the guy was it a pass or something? I just remember if well I remember is like if the quarterback touched an eligible player. Um, then that could count. He's mark, you know, mark him, and then as he goes down, yeah. Oh, but as far as passing, yeah, that was. I thought there was like a the thing that you could just flink, flick it, flick the ball. You must have had a, a more uh, a later version than I did. There was one of those things. Oh wow! Okay. How cool if you had a Gundubagwags to put on there too, dude. <laughs> Gundabag Wogs versus the Rastabel Rabbits. Yeah, I, I would have used the Wogs as my uh, tight ends, or um, no, my, I'd use no. I'm sorry, I'd use them as my safeties. That's because I, I would play safety, so they can go after. You know, they should watch the ends, but they, um, as I did, I watched the backs. As to my coach's dismay. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about it? I'd rather talk about that amazing. Uh, Pork loins. <laughs> I can't remember. Nine of up on the field and they're running down sideways. Oh my Gundabagwa. Playing safety. Grabbing plastic men. Run them down. With my Gundabog Stompers. My Gundabog Stompers. Here comes Coast Guard. Is this the ad? Daryl LaMonica, Len Dawson, Harvey Schultz. Harvey Schultz? Yes, Harvey, champion at Pro Star Electric Football by Coleco. Now with Coleco's exclusive. Yeah, they didn't move like that for me. Coleco? Watch this instant replay. 
action football. Pro star or collegiate from the Coleco world of sports. Coleco. Where the action is. Wow. Coleco had a version of it. Wow, Coleco. That's pretty funny. This is this is basically just a, I mean literally just a few years before Atari comes out. I don't even know if Atari had football games though. Hey El Chapo. Hi. Did you happen to drink any wine this week? See what we got out in everything, anything in the old wine vault today for you. Before the time of Woodbridge Riesling, there was a white Chablis undreamed of. It is I alone, El Chapo. Between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the Rhine's there was an age undreamed of. And on to this El Chapo, destined to bear Drink the jewel of Aquilonia upon a troubled brow. It is I, his chronicler, who alone can tell thee of his saga. Let me tell you of the days of El Chapo's wine review. Gather round. And listen to my chronicle of a reasoning fairly somewhat dreamed of for a reasonable price. Buy the bottle or buy the glass and you can pair it with white meat, pork, chicken and some relative Atlantic fish. With sparkling finishes and notes of pear. You too can afford to drink Riesling and look sophisticated. Take my advice and you shall have the admiration of your drunkard friends and would-be girlfriends when they see you drinking Riesling. Quality wine reviews. Only the sausage hut. El Chapo's wine ball. And it also pairs well with cream cheese. A Riesling for late morning or early afternoon and any time afterwards. Run, don't walk. Show your friends how sophisticated you are because you did listen to El Chapo's Wine Vault Review. The Salsa Chutzman's Kachiju is not responsible for any wine that is reviewed or not reviewed by in, the, in El Chapo's Wine Minute Wine Vault. And uh, any alcohol consumed by anybody at their own risk, please do not do anything. Not for hyper machinery or record a podcast during that assignment. It's time. Thank you very much, Frank. I'm El Chapo. I was forced to ruin.
addresses. Welcome back to the Sausage Hut, everybody. Where we give you everything that you need to know about everything. Whether it be wine or vibrating football or Machu Picchu on the shuffleboard court. Anything you need. Anything you need right here. Having some good times, and um, oddly enough, it's still daylight out. Oddly enough, something we don't do very often in the Sausage Hut is record during the day. But the days are getting longer, and the bells are getting louder, so why not? The great orb in the sky is hanging around a bit longer. Yeah, sorry about that. We got a, we got breaking news tonight here in the Sausage Hut. Stevens, I need that teletype by four, all right? I'm going to check on that CIA story. Right away, I said, but do you want a, 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 a blue paper or white paper? I didn't know. Who's that nerd girl I got writing on a... Are you, she... Sally Stevens. Forget. It's something we got. We're, we're still waiting on confirmation on the sources. I want her down at the courthouse now. She's, They're going to... That jury is coming out of deliberation. She's, she took PTO today. I'm sorry. She's on vacation. Michael, is it so hard to get a decent cup of coffee around here? Come on. Sorry, sir. I'll be right away. Oh, God, even with this Danish, it's stale as hell. Okay, it. Yeah. Take it. No, seriously, take it. Edwards, where's that coffee at? They, they, they said there's a, uh, the, the subway's down between here and there. It's you mean to tell me there's not a payphone between here and 80, 82nd Street? Uh, sir, that's just coming over the wire that uh, you're... Uh, your girlfriend says uh, take out the garbage before deadline or you're going to be uh, here to screwed. Susan, can, can you run down to the flower shop? Yeah, I, need, yeah, I forgot. My wife's uh, and I anniversary. Would you like uh, baby's breath and roses? Just, oh, just, yeah. just, she likes yellow. Can you get something in yellow, I guess? Oh, what if they don't have yellow? Oh, and get get her uh, that little uh, five-ounce thing, parf, toilet. Oh, what is that toilet stuff? Wait, people, Don't go over $55. Here, take the... Bring Order it. the Chinese food. Over here. Over here. Oh, this. Oh, this is five ninety-five. I can't print this. It's not even like Jesus Christ. Who's the new? Uh, oh, you forgot the goddamn egg rolls again. Nobody knows how to do typeset anymore. I can't believe Full this. Order for young of young. All right, who's got the Congress? <sighs> Jesus. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I said twelve-point font, not thirteen-point font. We're oh my God! Is this de- what is is this decaf? Here. I thought yeah, I thought you wanted decaf. Sanders, you got those photos ready? Uh, we're still waiting on them to come back from the dark room, sir. Christ, I feel like I'm in the dark ages here. <laughs> um, Somebody get that phone. Sarah, can you replace the ribbon on that typewriter? I half this stuff is faded here. I can't even read it. Yes. I thought we were going to use the word processor today, sir. Christ, this is supposed to be an editorial. Johnson, where's my feature? You, ki- I you, you know what? You're, you're killing me here. You're absolutely killing me here. All right, people, let's go. We're going to print in two hours. Let's get it going. Who ordered a pizza? 
Where's Harry with those brackets? I, I, I don't think I want a damn thing. See, I can't concentrate on this stuff. I've got copy coming here. It's all out of alignment. Who's got a pica ruler? Has anybody heard of a pica ruler anymore? To your, to your girlfriend called again. She said you gotta come get, get, take her home from the bar tonight, or she's gonna be pissed off. Alice, no, that article's great. I'm not. I'm not mad at you. I'm just. I. You need to. If you're not gonna cite sources, we can't state facts here. Okay. Don't. Don't. Wait, don't get upset. It's fine. Just go. I tell you what. Go back and retype up what you actually heard, and then feed it back to me. Hurry up. We're going to print. Thank you. What's that, sir? Uh, sir, the, the, this article about the president is completely wrong. I don't know what we're supposed to do here. Sanders, I don't have anything fact-checked here. Can you check this stuff? I don't know who threw this at me. Uh, sorry, sir. They said it was uh, the little man that was leaked, uh, WikiLeaks. Uh, WikiLeaks. I'm, I'm going to leak my pants here. Oh. Can I get a coffee for crying out loud? Let's stop the presses. Sorry about that, everybody. Had to take a little trip down to the newsroom and see what was going on down there. Sausage Hut and the Newspaper Enterprises. Chapo's been stressed out since taking over the editorial board, and it's not uh, its not just a walk in the park, ladies and gentlemen. Well, he said he was looking for something where he could earn a, a little extra money, and we said, well, um, we do have an underground newspaper going on in the sub-flooring sub basement of people that we don't tell him any about, but he said you could go down there as long as you run the editorial board. And oh, I just need somebody to run a sump pump. Turning it around and bringing it on back again in the Sausage Hut. Jesus. A lot of disturbing commercials on this halftime show. But as long as you got the 12-bar blues, we've got 13 bars for you. This message is brought to you by Attorneys at Slaw. Don't be a victim. Attorneys at Slaw. Oh, that's great. You are the attorney at Slaw. It'll be a day long remembered. We have coined yet another catchy phrase for our listeners. <laughs> and just drive it into the ground, beat the dead horse. <laughs> it has seen the end of boring podcasts, and now it'll see monotonous catchphrases all over the place. <laughs> the general, the, the you've just made partner. You're now a partner at Attorneys at Slaw. At Slaw. Nobody leaves the firm. How was Slaw this week? It looked good from the pictures you sent me. Yeah. Um, I think it was one, so let's see, one day I didn't make it. And we're talking about a gallon a day, so that's four gallons in five days. Do you have a mount, do you have a, 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 a fill line or something? When do you gauge when you need to, you know, when do the gears of Slaw need to start? As opposed to, oh, do I need to do it today or you know, do I need to do it tomorrow? Is there going to be a busload of school kids in here and they all want slaw? I mean, how do you anticipate your needs when it comes to that's where you draw on your years of experience? Because you're not in you're not in slaw school. You're an attorney at slaw. You pass the bar. You have to pass the bar. And, you know, you're, you're, it's always on the line. 
Um, you you have to you have to look out at the people. You have to see who's there. You have to see what time it is. And you know, at four o'clock on a Friday, and it's coming up on happy hour. You know those drinks are gonna be flowing, and then you know. Just a couple hours later, they're going to want fried food. And what do they want on top of their fried food? They want El Chapo slaw. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just for your pork sandwiches anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. It's on top of your fries. It's on top of open paste fork. It's on top of your tots. Yeah. They're putting slaw on tots now? I mean, they just, oh, yeah. They just smear it on their gums and they swallow a few tots and mm. they buy a few more shots. And they're just, they're in Valhalla, basically. Mm. That's what I provide. Valhalla You are the person who drives the boat to Valhalla, to the other side of the river Styx. So I got my oars out, and then uh, about halfway across the river, I, I, you know, I open up the cooler and I start throwing balls of slaw into people's mouths, and they, they just start handing me money hand over fist. I'm like, I don't need all these coins, but here you go. Here's some more slaw. And then I keep. And then we get to the other side, and like, where's the slaw? I'm like, dude, I'm out. Get on land. You, you made it across and do your thing. Do your thing. I got to go. I got more people wanting to come across and they're going to want slaw. So I got a boat full of Vikings. We're heading to Valhalla and you're not. You're not. not you know. On we sweep with threshing oars. Our only goal will be El Chapo slaw. Onion powder. <laughs> we come from the land of the cabbage and the carrots and the mayonnaise and the hot springs slap of the gods we sail our ships to new lands topping chili dogs and topping fries Valhalla I am coming and now the most underrated baseline of rock and roll history because they put it too far down in the mix. Ladies and gentlemen, John Paul Jones playing the bridge. <laughs> Go listen to the immigrant song. And crank the bass up in that one part when he's saying, on we sweep with threshing oars, our only goal will be the western shore. Underneath that is John Paul Jones destroying the bass. He's going... Might be my favorite Zeppelin song. Immigrant song. Oh, oh. How many more times is up there, too? Not um, the eight-minute epic that I used to play. In the, and that would be my Friday night. That would, I'd be kicking off my DJ set on Friday night at the old place with the eight-minute epic. How many more times? You really get your quarter's worth in the jukebox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is another great fucking John Paul Jones bass line. How many more time? How many more time? 
I give you all my love. And then there's like this six minute, six minute interlude of Bob Plant moaning. And just when you think it's over, they bring it on back. Bang, 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 bang. And that one, you know, that doesn't get played. Like classic rock radio never overplayed how many more times. Classic rock radio, I don't think, well, they can't play Immigrant Song too many times. They sure as hell overplayed Black Dog. They sure as hell overplayed Stairway to Heaven. They sure as hell overplayed the Misty Mountain Hop. You know, why did they... I don't understand why they picked those particular songs to shove down your throat. Like, Black Dog is not one of my... It's not even in my top 10. It's not even in my top 10, 15 of Zeppelin songs. But that's the that's the one song you hear on classic rock radio all the freaking time. Freaking Black Dog. I can't stand Black Dog anymore. I completely agree. And this may come as a huge surprise to Johnny and my and my fan base. But I too have two Zeppelin songs that never made it onto the regular rotation of Classic rock radio. Oh, yeah? What are they? In Celebration Day? Oh, I'll, I'll put them, I'm going to put them in reverse order. Number two. Number, number, t- number two. When the levee breaks. Oh. Number one. Hey, hey, what can I do? Oh, yeah. I got a little woman and she won't be true. I'm gonna leave it with the guitars play. Ding 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 ding. Oh yeah, and I I love I love both of those. I love playing that for my girlfriend because I I always dedicate that to her. Oh really? When you're karaokeing or? Got a little woman who stays drunk all the time. Gives me when she gives me a dirty look and I just crank it up. Does she have does she have Zeppelin four on vinyl? Oh God, wouldn't that be hot? <laughs> yeah, no, there's yeah, I agree. Like, why why do they choose, especially Stairway Heaven? It's like Frampton had a lot of good stuff off his live album, but all you ever hear and it's great. I love it. I love. Um, oh, do you feel like I do, do? Do we feel like I do? Yeah, it's great. But damn, they just pound the. Sh- living crap out of oh, it. Oh, like, I know. He I had know. a lot of other good stuff on that same album. Yeah. But yeah, just like, I think, you know, Stairway to Heaven's the same way. It's like, it's epically long and awesome, amazing, but I've heard it many I don't hear any of the other gritty stuff that, you know, Zeppelin did. Right. I mean, none of us need to hear Stairway to Heaven ever again. But they're banging out the guitar and the shrieking voice, and that's, you know, what the young guys want to hear. And it's like, I just, I love some of the uh, more... Uh, offbeat stuff they did that was super amazing and way ahead of their time. Yeah. Timeless, really. Mm-hmm. 
It really is. And the, and that's the that's the mountain. That's the Mount Everest that kids should have been they should have been gunning for. Like when kids pick up a guitar and they want to they want to have a band and play songs. Like you shouldn't be you should look at the last hundred years of music and go look look at all this great music that's been made this is what you should be gunning for you shouldn't be gunning for four chords and moaning and then going do 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 like a little pussy learn learn to play another instrument like a harmonica and also don't be afraid to get a an electric acoustic guitar because it sounds amazing yeah these kids they, these kids, kids are actually these been, I know, and these kids are probably grow. They've heard it their entire lives from their parents. Oh, that's not good music. What I used to listen to. Heard it from my parents. Yeah, I mean, Zeppelin was before our time anyway. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah, I I didn't have a clue. I didn't have a clue. And then uh, my neighbors across the street, they were listening to what I consider to be like completely obscure stuff. And, you know, what, they were like another 30, 40 years older than Pull my Pull the parents. microphone towards your hand. Another 30 or 40 years before my parents. And I didn't realize it was like this um, combination of blues, rockabilly stuff, like really obscure artists. They had it on that really thick vinyl. I don't even know if it's 78. 78s? <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, you could kill somebody with these things. And, uh, you know, I would stand out and this is how I, the only way I could listen to it is uh, I'd stand in the front yard about eight o'clock at night and they were, you know, playing it up and I'd see the incandescent bulbs glow in the place. And I was like, man, what, what, what is that stuff? That's not what I hear in WGCL or WMMS. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would, it would be, you know, decades later before I discovered stuff like that in, for myself. And I was like, man. Why wasn't that on the radio? It's not mainstream, dude. Yeah, the, the classic rock this radio radio that we were for, basically force fed as kids. Yes, yes. You know they you and then you end up like I did. I ended up resenting it. Not that it's not great music, right. but you end up resenting it because like no, this is what you're listening to, oh, and yeah. your play and our playlist is only about eight or ten songs, and you hear it again and again and again. Oh, and again. I know. Like Boston. I don't. I know Boston had a lot of great songs, great. but I don't ever want to hear another Boston song. Every time as long I, as I hear, live. yeah. Every time I hear. More than a few. I know it's a great anthem. Yeah. But man, as a little kid, you have no choice. Yeah. Yeah. It was shoved down your throat. Yeah. That and freaking George Thorogood and ACDC. I love ACDC, but Back in Black, I don't need to hear one song from Back in Black for the rest of my life either. No way. No way. Uh Uh-uh. Journey. Um, They, by the time, I, I think by the time I was 12, I consider them cliche, but... And I purposely wouldn't listen to any stuff they did. And then, yeah, I would say literally in the past three or four years, I give them a listen now and then. I'm like, man, that that was pretty. I can't imagine being on one of those concerts. I bet it was epic. Yeah, Journey. Yeah, yeah. And until, I'm, but that's all you heard though right. on the radio. Oh, and yeah. you're like, I hate this. I'm done. Right. I'm done. And freaking the the Sopranos ruined. Um, Keep don't stop believing. Like ever since the Sopranos played that, which was what ten years ago, yeah, that they've been playing that song everywhere for the last ten years. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's so it's. I mean, ugh. yeah, ruined it, ruined it. Don't stop believing. Yeah. I'm sure it was great when it came out. I'm sure it was great in concert when they played it. Yeah, 
I was listening to R.L. Burnside, his remix stuff in the early 90s. And then whenever Sopranos came out, even like several seasons in, then they started playing R.L. Burnside as their thing. And I'm like, ugh. How dare you? You're late. Just like the Metallica thing. I'm like, God, you were so late to the game, and now you're hopping on the bandwagon. I'm like, I hate you, and now I can't listen to one of my favorite artists anymore because everyone's going to think, oh, you discovered it on Sopranos. I'm like, no, I didn't. I discovered this on college radio before it was anywhere near cool. Yeah. Just like those Metallica fans when I was, you know, I was like, oh, like, stand there, like, puppet man. I was like, Dude, I'm sorry. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I just, I, I thought it was cool. I wasn't, th- yeah, and I get it. I get it. I to- totally get it. Totally get it. It irritates the hell out of you. Thank God for the internet. No one has to be mad at each other. We can all be friends. Yeah, it's so funny the, the disdain of people who discovered a band before everybody else did and they yeah. hate you for not liking them before that. Yeah. You're just a wannabe. How dare you? You don't. You're not good enough to like this music. <laughs> yeah. I had a buddy whose only, only, um, category for liking music was it has to be something that nobody else has heard of. You know, it didn't matter if it was any good or not. Yeah. It just had to be something that he knew that you didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I even got into like Pakistani music, like just just because no one ever heard. And I would crank it up as loud as I go. And people would be like the hell is that like yeah you don't know you're not into it you didn't go to uh barnes or whatever that bookstore was and get the cd <laughs> the co-op yeah. <laughs> i'm into something you never even heard of you have nothing on this <laughs> you can't even say other names <laughs> actually i can't either but i got it before you did <laughs> I, I, I went through this too this is El Chapo in high school. Yep. yep. A bandana around your head sitting. Uh, probably my junior, sophomore, junior year. Yep. And I was like, ha, ah, I am free. I got CDs. I can put my uh, Walkman CD. Got my little crappy headphones. I'm walking to school. Everyone else is jamming out to Pink Floyd and Metallica, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in the zone. Hey, El Chapo, what are you listening to? You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't like it. Don't worry about it. Oh, really? I I, want to know. I mean, is it it cool? Is it uh, New Kids on the Block? (laughs) All right, put these on your head. Oh, this is different. What is this? Beyond you. Uh, I don't want to wear your sweatshirt anymore. <laughs> yeah, picked the wrong music. <laughs> God, she likes my sweatshirt, damn it. I hate you, Melissa. I hate you. I'm going to go turf your parents' lawn now after school. <laughs> See what we got in that piece of delivery car. Yeah, plowing up my land for my girlfriend, Bo. <laughs> Non bread here. Is that non bread? Yeah, no vendor pumps here.
Barrymel Chapo, and this is the Cholesterol Report from the Sausage Hut. It has been speculated that buying CDs is a lost art. I speak to many children from the 90s and ask them, do you still buy CDs? Can they pass this wisdom on down to millennials and snowflakes? It is the first week of April. CDs, CDs, CDs. just like to buy CDs back in the day. I don't know. It was something just... You just walk in to the CD place and, you know, it was something, place to go. You know, it's a place where you could hang out. Recently, the Cholesterol Report went to a local record exchange, a venue for selling, buying, and trading CDs and other outdated modes of technology. Uh, yeah, so it was like a CD, you know, that's what I like to do. And I was working on actually getting an ice cream machine in here, if you can believe that. <laughs> I looked around and noticed that most of the cashiers, being under 30, were all wearing stocking caps in August. We don't like to think of it as ironic when we wear things like this. We like to think of it as retro-progressive. I asked them, had they ever heard of Journey or Metallica, even though they're wearing the t-shirts from thrift stores of people who were actually originally at those concerts? Reading isn't something that I actually specialize in very much, because when we walk in here, we kind of like try to shut our brains off and we're not allowed to have screens because nobody had screens back in the day. So if we actually want to talk to somebody, we actually have a landline. It's funny because my mom knows a number and she'll call me if she asks me what I want for breakfast and stuff or what's for supper. Yeah, my dad, um, so he had a, you know, he had a lot of CDs and, and um, he had these uh, uh, tape things. And um, okay, so you probably don't know, back in the day, the, the radio thing called Boombox. And you could play that. You carry it and you put batteries in it, like you know, D cells and stuff, and you carry it around. And I think uh, you know most people don't even know what that is, but uh, you know, kind of introducing it at the coffee shops now. It's pretty cool. We got forty Boba Fett posters, and we won't sell any of them to anybody because we have to tell everybody that we have forty-five Boba Fett posters. So right above, um, um, you see the CDs with uh, like those, those are still in the plastic wrap. George Michael. Faith and all that. We got Furbies up there. Um, it's a great story. It's kind of like I feel like I'm working in a museum, but it actually helps people find those lost things. Or if you've never heard of it, so I could I could take you back and I could show you like uh, the Nintendo system. We got one that actually still works. Like seriously, if you plug it in, the light comes on. And I haven't, I'm not allowed to play a game on it, but it totally still works. That's what it's like here. It's fun, and none of us really know what we're doing. That's the whole point of it. We don't know why we're here, but somehow we enjoy it. So I have a stipend. Um, I moved from uh, Brooklyn. I'm going to a liberal arts college, and um, 
you know, I, I mean, I guess I could go for the money, but, you know, introducing people to CDs, um, I think is really important, you know. Hey, look at this. Here's a CD, too. <laughs> and, like, some of them even come in those long boxes that came out when uh, they were switching between LP bins and CD bins. So they had to make really long boxes for them before they started swapping the bins out. We actually have some of those old bins. Oh, dude, that is sick. That's so sick. So, like, I remember one day I came in here, you know, I got my Starbucks coffee, and it was kind of lukewarm. It's got really... You know, not, it was not cool. I like, you know, it's not about me, but I'm like, dude, where's my coffee when it's hot? So I just got, I dumped it out, went back, got the macchiato, but I still had time to open up the store. Manager wasn't going to be here for a while. And then this like 40 something year old guy walked in and he had like uh, the whole Led Zeppelin uh, still sealed uh, box collection. I was like, dude, you're giving your life savings away here. You, what, what are you going to trade this out for? Here's what else you need to know. Until recently, many people believed that the Wildings would not go on tour again after the Pittsburgh fiasco. With their Midwest tour in shambles, I speak to some of the bandmates and consider going full-on documentary. It's a rainy April, and this is the Cholesterol Report. It's always a party in the sausage shot. It's always a party with Jon Snow and the Wildlings. It's always a party with El Chapo. Johnny's vertical, El Chapo's vertical, most of the wild eaters are vertical, and we just may have delivered you the most coherent podcast you've had in a while. And for that, we'd like to apologize. Very sorry, very sorry. So the John Snow and the Wildlings, don't remember, the John Snow and the Wildlings are going to be on tour across the Midwest, and we got a brand new album cover coming out with it fandago and tickets.com and don't forget you can also book these tickets on johnnycabasasasasha.com did you come out with uh do you have you named the album is do you have a name for the album that's going to be on the album cover it's it's still under wraps um it could be um white walking this way or 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 i i think they may be leaning more towards my wall not yours oh you know how artists are in production come. I don't know. They're, they're, I know they're trying to keep it independent, but we'll we'll see which way the pendulum swings. I mean, they, they were in the studio for a long time. It took them quite a long time to get actually get one one in the studio because he's so tall. They had to actually build a brand new studio, and then when he got in there, they realized that they had to build a special base for him because he got the big hands. Yeah, well, he gets in there and he's like, ah, 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 mm. and then you know. 
Jon Snow not being the most uh, gregarious guy in the world. Uh, why'd you touch my hat? I'm beef eater mode one. <laughs> you know, T60's like a turtle on his back. Jesus. Even though he's face down. It's weird. <laughs> I'm going... I'm... No. I'm going solo. Like Celine Dion. She went... Oh, wait a minute. She was always solo? Shit. Okay. Um... Whatever. Ah. No, 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 no more. I'm gonna do my. No, no. Okay. Play. None of these guys, you play bass for me. Okay. Then we'll do that. A lot of turmoil, but a lot, you know, when from turmoil comes great albums, especially for Jon Snow and the Wildlings. Yeah, I, you know. There's breakups, there's reunion tours, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, in the end, I mean, artistic hang-ups, it, they'll come back for some money. Yeah. I mean, how many how many uh, Beefeater hats can you buy? And you got to have the whole collection, I'm sure. Everything's authentic. There's nothing, you know, no knockoffs on whether it's in Midtown Manhattan or the Paris, you know, markets, or you buy it on Amazon. Jon Snow's not going to buy some knockoffs. He's always got to be original. And it's just like it's just like Johnny Depp. Everything's got to be top notch, and you know, Snow. I, he's gonna he's gonna blow all his you know uh, North Wall pension. And it's just you know it's gonna he's gonna have to dig deep. He's gonna have to dig deep. He is, especially for the lyrics that are gonna change the world, and that's what he wants. I feel like one 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 is it one one was in it for the craft. Um, he never he never was. A, I don't I don't think he was about the money. I really don't. He was along for the ride. I mean, he has some great costumes for sure, but I mean, he, he just he just wanted to play. He just wanted to play. Yeah. yeah. He knew his time was short. He's got arrows sticking out of him. Yeah. He's got the huge hands. He's got the hand disease. He's, he's pretty much the Keith Richards of the North, basically. Yeah. He's been through a lot. The he, true North. The true North. I got a little wild in this room. <laughs> <laughs> On that note... On those great notes, we're going to see what we can do with Jon Snow and the Wildlings. Get that tour started. It's been great having you here in the Sausage Hut. Surprisingly coherent for once. Yeah. But make sure you check out El Chapo. He's going to start tweeting this week. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Get all ready. Those, Get ready. All those slow-mo uh, or stop-motion movies that we're going to start making for the YouTube channel. I can't wait. Not talking about it anymore. <laughs> we'll make it happen. <laughs> Mark Aram's on. He's on vacation. I hope. Or I should be on the radio right now, but he's not. And he wakes up in a cold sweat going, yep. Who is it on Chapo, that funny guy? <laughs> Check us both out. Coming out your... Mama's back door. <laughs> 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 <laughs>